there is always a gap between individual and communal perceptions of a shared experience. Meaning can be hard to convey with simply visual currency. However, pattern recognition is a powerful tool for common understanding between people who are consuming the same information. People see different patterns in art and life, and the negotiation about shared meaning can emerge from the reconciliation of these patterns. By linking meaning to a form, individuals can establish common understanding between each other. The work of monkey logic explores the process by which pattern recognition among many individuals helps clarify meaning for all. Monkey logic pays homage to our evolutionary beginnings. Our earliest sentient ancestors who were most successful at building associations with their environments were more likely to survive and thrive. Our need to understand the nature of our surroundings, to clarify the unknown, may have begun as a survival tactic, but now it functions as a tool for greater flourishing. This tendency is not only evident in our behavior, it underlies the very biology that defines perception. In the absence of light, humans don't see perfect darkness. Instead, when we close our eyes to sleep at night, we view the color, eigengraue, meaning, intrinsic gray, in German. In this bedside state, constellations of faint flashes emerge as body heat triggers optical nerve impulses, now visible due to the absence of light. It is out of this condition that our dreams condensate, and many of our best ideas emerge. However, the methods we use to make sense of our environments can also cause issues all their own. Paradolia, our tendency to perceive meaningful imagery in an ambiguous visual background, was essential to help forebears to find the face of a cheetah hidden in savanna grass, but it also results in perceptual overcorrections. Facts can be distorted and meaning can be perverted. Philosopher David Hume further details this phenomenon in his text The Natural History of Religion. There is a universal tendency among mankind to conceive all beings like themselves and to transfer to every object those qualities with which they are familiarly acquainted and of which they are intimately conscious. We find human faces in the moon, armies in the clouds, and by a natural propensity, if not corrected by experience and reflection, ascribe malice or goodwill to everything that hurts or pleases us. There is a mysterious visual language that emerges from perceiving ambiguity. It defines our dreams, psychedelic episodes, and the forms we see in our peripheral visions. It has a character that is equal parts familiar and alien. And interestingly, it continues to appear within the context of artistic and technological exploration of the ultimate abstraction, the intrapersonal experience. But most attempts of human expression aim to generate more accurate communications of our thoughts. Traditional art forms have offered a working translation of our ideas, but they lack our full mental context. Just as energy is lost as it is converted through the electrical grid, the viewer will always unpack the work, reassemble it, and personalize it. Ultimately, 
My art conceptualizes what would emerge from future psychotechnological gateways that would allow us to directly express our thoughts to each other, immediately cultivate environments that reflect our desires, and live in our dreams. Others could share this uncorrupted experience. Through sculptural projection, I attempt to depict the dynamic nature of a landscape of mind. This technology may emerge in a functional context, in a machine that can build a city from a distant memory, but the trouble is that it may be impossible for us to know if we perfectly capture the intrapersonal perspective. In an asymptote, a curve approaches a straight line forever, seeming to get closer and closer, but never makes contact. Similarly, our sense of connection will grow as we advance our communicative tools from painting to brain-computer interfaces. Yet, it may be that the only way to emulate a perspective perfectly is to live it. Art is a powerful tool for representation. But with monkey logic, I want to test how art can advance the way we share experiences. I also wish to confront how the combination of our most innate tools, like pareidolia, and our external tools, technologies divorced from our evolutionary context, make such an objective more difficult.